The Press Box is here to catch you up on the latest media stories. Hosted by Brian Curtis and David Shoemaker, these guys have the insight on the biggest stories you care about. Check out The Press Box on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet and the other... Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me... I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, and it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. Right now, I feel crunchy and a little gritty, all things I did not think I would feel on a first date. But I'm excited about my time with James so far. You can always get a massage. You can't always become a live human churro. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm here with Callie Curry. Callie, hello. Hello. We missed you last week. Welcome back. I know. I missed you guys, although I was still watching all of the reality television while I was gone. <laughs> I really was like, I don't know what to do for my other episode. Callie's not here, so I just didn't do it. Now you're back. I'm back. I've binged everything. Completely yes. caught up on like multiple shows I hadn't even started watching yet. <laughs> So. I'm so glad. Um, we have a lot to cover in Bachelor World, which is what we're here to do. So here's the deal, everybody. Freaking three-hour episode tonight. Wasn't prepared uh, for that emotionally. I'm just going to say it. Paradise, but I, whatever, actually, I'll, I'll save it. But it's too much. It's too late. Also, like <laughs> it's basically October. and like We're still watching Paradise. I've mentally moved on. But nonetheless, there's a lot to break down. We're going to do it in two parts. We're going to do the first half of the episode tonight and the first half of Michelle's Guys. And then... Later in the week, we will do the other half of the episode and the other half of Michelle's guys, which we are not going to get to him today. But there is a contestant who is a mathematician who went to Harvard, who lives in New York City, whose name is Romeo. What the fuck? Why didn't anyone tell me? I was like, (laughs) I've never met a Romeo. I've only heard about them. I just couldn't believe it. Like the name Romeo? Yes. I don't know if I would know Romeo, actually, now I'm thinking about it. I've never yeah. thought, I've never thought like, huh, I never, I don't know a Romeo, but I don't think I do. Do you know any other Juliets? 
No. Okay. So you don't that know makes either. That makes more sense for why you would think about Romeo. Yes. That's why I'm excited because my name is Juliet. Completely <laughs> missed that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm excited. And also yeah. because he, he's hot, smart, Harvard, New York, likes to go to museums. But we'll cover him in the next that's episode. That's like if I met a guy named Fornia. California, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, but let's start with tonight's episode, which, or the first half of tonight's episode. What'd you uh, think? I, okay, you said you weren't emotionally ready for the three-hour episode. I don't think I was physically ready because <laughs> I was getting real sleepy during this episode. And I do think that, like, you know, when you get down to the end of, paradise it gets kind of boring so to like couple that with a three-hour episode maybe not smart and like who do you really care about in this group i mean other than thomas you know you love thomas but like in general gosh who do you, who do you care about who's still there um i mean i like serena and joe sure thomas is by far is my favorite probably and i think that it seems like he's like everyone kind of likes him now. Yeah, I think so too. My problem is this. I feel like this is a summer show and I have transitioned into fall. Like I'm <laughs> I'm like just today I bought some rain boots. Like I'm thinking about clothing differently. I'm just like, okay, I'm, not, I'm done with shorts and ready yeah. to wear jeans. And the show is still on. And and I think they extended it for a couple of reasons. But like, this is too much paradise. The show gets stale and the seasons change. Like this show needed to end on Labor Day. And that yeah. should have been it. I feel like they could cut this show two weeks shorter. Like it should have been wrapped yeah. up last week. Uh, yes. It's also just like, now it's to the point where it's like, why are you sending new people down? It's fucking awkward. I know. Okay. So McKenna, this is sort of going backward, but so McKenna <laughs> arrives McKenna was at that party a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, which is also weird. Like, she didn't connect with anyone then, but let's send now, her back down. Plus, she's just been sitting in her hotel room doing nothing for however long. I don't know what the time is, but, like, I have to imagine she's super bored. Yeah, they kept... I mean, she kept saying, like, I've waited so long for this. And I'm like, yeah, this fucking sucks for you. Yeah. Also, like, I assume Alexa isn't coming down anymore. No. So I'm like, yeah, I'm like, she just stayed in her hotel room the whole time, too. Also, not her fault that Ivan came knocking on her door. All right. Let's just talk about the Ivan situation. So quick recap. Uh, when they evacuate from the storm, they spend one night in a hotel. Apparently, the story that they tell on the show is that Ivan had been waiting for Alexa, knew she was in the hotel, took a per- stole a producer's phone that he was able to somehow get into. I guess it was open, knew a code. There wasn't a code. I got questions about that. Lots of questions because he also said, no, I just like saw it. Yeah. Like, what? Like it Gets was just an, the, the yeah. grid was just open on the producer's phone of it's, everyone's name in their hotel room. I know. Like, was the phone open? Well, well, let's we'll investigate all this. But so then he goes to Alexa's room. He says they hung out on the balcony and then spent they, a few they, hours together, spent a few hours together, <laughs> <laughs> whatever <laughs> that ta- means. Yes. They talked a lot or something. And, um, then he comes back to the beach and suddenly he's into Chelsea and he's like, makes a play for Chelsea. So like, I've just got so many questions about this. Number one, mm. why do these people need paradise to meet each other? Like Ivan, just go to Chicago and meet Alexa. If you want to, you got like, I, I personally think it's weird to like, make a trip for someone you've never really met before, but these people don't. And in many parts of society, it's not weird, but like, why did he have to wait for paradise for this? Uh, 
I mean, it just, I mean, yeah, it just touches on the whole, like the main topic of the whole season. All of these people are on the show to increase their followers and their platform because it is their way of like living, right? Like that's how they make a living. All of them have, for the most part, unless you know them better than me personally. So like, correct me if I'm wrong. 90% of them have quit their jobs and now are using social media as their platform to make money. Totally fine. But like that makes it way more understandable for people to go on the show because that's what you're trying to do. Like essentially Piper said it on the show. Like, yeah, if I get more followers and I'm able to make more money off of that. Yeah. I'm not saying I didn't want that. I would have to assume that's the same for every, almost every person on the show. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Sure, there's there's people like, I guess, Serena and Joe, like they didn't go to the beach for each other and ended up meeting each other and liking each other. I think that's like the smaller percentage. I think most of the people go there with like a list of one to three people that they're interested in meeting and seeing and getting to know. It also seems like everyone's list is definitive. It's sort of like, Ivan's like, I've been waiting for Alexa. They should just sort of like say that up front. There, this is, there needs to be an overhaul of how they do yeah, this. Yeah, they might have because, to. Because the the Chelsea and Ivan thing was confusing, and then also he did blatantly lie. More we come back to that. But now I <laughs> now I understand that he was just trying to stay, and he yeah. thought that Chelsea was his best option because they're friends. Because he was waiting for Alexa, but like just leave the show, dude. You know you're both in Mexico. I mean he he did leave, but it just doesn't. The whole thing didn't make any sense. And then no. clearly he and Wells had a conversation, and then they replayed it or like redid the conversation for TV because what Ivan said didn't make any sense. It's really hard unless it's like your significant other or your best friend to get to someone's phone. Like how many, how many codes of phones do you know other than your own? Maybe three. Yeah, exactly. So like, <laughs> just like a random producer, Ivan was able to like get into his yeah. or her phone. I mean, I had to assume the producer, like he just went up to the producer and was like, hey, what room is Alexa in? And the producer told him. Like that's had to have been what happened. And maybe he didn't want to like sell out the producer. But like there's no other way that this happened. I'm just trying to think it through. I was like, maybe he called the front desk. Like does he call, does he use like the ho- like the phone in his room? But they probably uh, were told, they probably got disconnected or the phones were taken out of the rooms or something. Yeah, because they're not allowed to talk to anybody. So like, yeah, there's no phones in the rooms. I have to assume the producer just helped him and he didn't want to tell on the producer. But they must know. Good for you for not being a snitch. But like they also had to find out some way. So like did the producer go back and be like, I fucked up? I guess. I don't know. Like how else would they have found out? I was hoping Ivan had a relationship with a producer. That'd be way more exciting and like a way bigger breaking of the rules. Because then this was the other thing. Ivan being like, I'm really sorry. I, I, I went around the rules. I broke protocol. And like Riley being really mad at him. Or like not mad, but like disappointed. I was like, you guys are acting like he like broke some covenant. And it's like it's fucking Bachelor, Bachelor Paradise. Paradise. Yeah, there's I no, think there's no moral compass here. No, I think Riley was more disappointed in like I stood up for you when you like you know were going after Chelsea or whatever, and now you just look like an asshole, which makes me look like an asshole because you clearly were just using Chelsea. I yeah. feel like that is why Riley was disappointed. It seems like Riley in general has like a pretty good value system um and I actually like that he wasn't just like whatever bye like I like that he was like I love you but like I'm disappointed in you that was kind of fucked up like I think but but I think it wasn't because he broke the bachelor rules I think it was more so like you're doing exactly what we like just killed Brendan for yeah exactly like using basically can't use use Chelsea Chelsea. yeah Yeah. I think that's why he was upset not going around the producers 
I thought Chelsea handled herself really well. I So Ivan told everyone that Chelsea asked to speak to him, <laughs> but he asked to speak to her. Also, it's just like, I it's thought, on tape, dude. It's a blatant lie. I thought for sure when she was like, yeah, but you asked me. I thought he was going to be like, no, I did it. But he was like, oh, no, yeah, for sure. I definitely asked you. I'm like, wait, <laughs> So you're not even going to like back your lie up. Like you just completely <laughs> no. went the just other double direction. Speaking. Yeah. Like, I was like, what? I thought Ivan was just so cringe the whole episode. Like I, uh, I didn't care that he went and talked to Chelsea and made out with her. Like whatever. Also clearly Aaron and Chelsea, like their connection wasn't that strong. Okay. Yeah. That's one. Like the fact that like later on other things happened and Chelsea was upset. Like you you just made out with Ivan. You weren't that connected to him. So like, right. whatever. They weren't that that close. So I'm not mad at Ivan for that. But then to find out that he was with Alexa the night before, I'm like, ew, you really were just like, this is like, this is more blatant than Brendan. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it just like the whole thing was really, really weird. Also, Ivan has such a good reputation. I'm like, why did you do that? I know. I was wondering if, if Ivan still has a job to your point before, like, does I, I was wondering if Ivan has a job to go back to, or if he's just like traveling or, or whatnot. I don't know. It Wait, seems, what did he do? He had a cool job. He's an aeronautical engineer. He like worked in like, forgot. You know, he's smart s- space stuff. Yeah. That's yeah. one of the reasons why I like him so much. I was like, cool, dude. Like you're upstanding Nor- man yeah. with a good job. Normal guy. Good looking guy seemed to be like a really nice night like nights honest like he didn't give me any like weird vibes at all till this episode and literally from like second one of this episode I was like ew what is he doing I also thought like his fighting with um Aaron, Aaron. Was lame. yeah I think they both were weird about they, it I mean no they both look they both came off looking pretty bad yeah also Aaron you've done this too many times bro I know I know it's like just really immature yeah but, but- I mean, Ivan came off looking the worst. Chelsea looked great for most of the episode. She didn't even get that mad. Like, she was just like, okay, whatever. You're, you're a loser type of vibe. I feel like she didn't want to, like, extend when, it. She wasn't trying to be overly when dramatic. When Aaron made out with Tia? All of it. Like, when yeah. Aaron made out with Tia, when she found out that Ivan lied, when she came down and saw that they were fighting. Like, I feel like she didn't take the moment to be like, oh, my God, poor me. She seemed very like, okay, like if that's what you're going to do, which I feel like it was a very mature stance for her to take. The problem with Paradise also is like, I've now turned on everyone. Like I used to basically like everyone and now I dislike everyone. It's like, it's like too much exposure. You know, it's like, we've now gotten too much time with these people. And wait, I do. I do have some people I like. I like Joe and Serena in general. I wouldn't say that I'm like in love with them like I have been with other couples, but I like them. Okay. I really I think Joe's super likable minus the like Joe and his like brigade going to take down Brendan like Sure. But other than that, Joe's been pretty great this season. I do like Kenny and Mari minus the taco sesh. <laughs> um, but I think that they're just like I don't know, they don't bother me. And I feel like they're they actually like each other. Kenny seems to be pretty open about how he's feeling, whether it's good or bad. Like he keeps the line sure. of communication open, which I think is yes. normal to not just be like, oh, I'm just obsessed in love. It's all good. Also, 
that is like, I think a sign of his age. Like I think you do become a better communicator and and more comfortable and confident, like sharing how you're feeling as you mature. So yeah. And I I think also saying like, should we slow down, whatever, like that's even mature because I think some of the guys feel that way and they're just like too scared to say it. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I mean, we, yeah. Um, is that it? Is there anyone else we like? <laughs> um, I like Becca. Mm, mm. I like Tia. Becca and Thomas. How yeah. could I forget? I think my main thing is I hate the guys. I just like a lot of people have always said to me, like, who are the guys that go on the show? And I do like, feel like I end up hating a lot of the guys, but as I get to know them more and more. Wait, also Riley does not bother me. Riley and Marissa are fine. Riley and Marissa are great. Riley, yeah. Marissa, Becca. Uh, that might be my list. <laughs> I don't just, know. Just I've turned three. on all of them. <laughs> um, I feel I like, like we named a I lot like of the cast, you. though. Like, well, you th- named a lot of the cast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hater over here. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate anyone, but some of the people, I'm just like, Ugh. I think I'm just sick of them. They're ultimately not that deep, and so. The couples needed to go. If it would be better if the couples were out. Like, okay. I'm, like and just left the singles to like mm-hmm. fight fight for a chance of love. Yeah. Uh, you know, I am really interested to see who actually gets engaged and stays. I have no idea. Me neither. I mean like there's I, no one that I'm like for sure getting engaged. Not one. Me neither. I'm kind of worried about Marissa and Riley. Yeah. I'm worried about all of them, to be honest. There's like, I guess. Thomas and Becca seem like the most normal. Like they're not overly making out. They're not like they seem like a pretty average couple. I could see them lasting outside of this for sure. Also, they're both like a little bit older. Like Mm -hmm. they're not young 20s. Um, So like that also makes me feel like do I feel like Thomas is going to feel like he has to propose? Probably not. And also, like, would Becca want that? I feel like yeah, Becca, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. That's she's been like, down this road twice, and it didn't go well either time when she had an on-screen proposal. So if I were her, I'd be like, I really like you, but like, let's take it slow or yeah, whatever. That's why I'm like them being older. I feel like I could also just see them being like, I want to stay with you, but I yeah. just don't feel like we need to get engaged tomorrow. It's also just like, in general, I'm not against marriage, but like, I think it's totally reasonable for people to be like, what do we need to get married for? Like, let's just keep doing what we're doing. Yeah, I guess like. Some people are like, we can just be engaged for a long time. Like, isn't JoJo still engaged? Yeah, they are. So, have you, have you ever seen them around Dallas? No, I didn't even know they live in Dallas. You know who uh, Seth sees all the time? Blanking on her name right now. Virgin Peter season one, but then didn't. Maddie win. Madison. Yeah. On and off again, girlfriend of Michael Porter Jr. Oh, sure. She yeah. lives in Dallas and works out. At the same place Seth does. Oh, interesting. Well, big day for the Porter Jr. family since he just got an extension. Yes. Great extension. Um, Also, weirdly, lots of batch people live in Dallas. Yeah, I know. Well, it's like a major city. I mean, Ivan lives in Dallas. I think Ivan and Maddie, like, are friends. Ivan, Maddie, Deandra. I mean, Rachel's from here. Yeah, so it's it's a hub. Um, yeah. Can we talk about James for a second? I feel like we got a lot of James this week and his his uh, backstory surprised me when he was like, because like they say he's like from New York and he has this like thick accent. I'm like, where's that from? But he lived in Japan. He like now lives in San Diego. I was just like so surprised by all these James facts. I had no idea. Mm. I didn't see that cut coming. Also, um, when they were when there was like the fighting between Ivan and, and 
Aaron, he was like trying to like moderate, mediate, whatever. And I was just like, okay, James, I didn't know that you had this in you, but sure. Um, I think James came off looking really great this episode. Him and Aaron are BFF. And yeah. I don't know if I knew that. Um, well, they, they said it's a paradise development. They were yeah. before. Yeah, they seem so close. James seems like a really good friend because he was even like, listen, if she pulled him, I'm going to have your back regardless. But like, that's kind of what paradise is. Like, he wasn't like just agreeing with everything that Aaron was like. I feel like he was like a pretty reasonable sounding board. He came off great. Um, When you were just saying the facts about him, I was like, wow, completely blacked out. Did not hear any of that. (laughs) I watched the whole episode. I think it was just too long and there was, I, I must have dozed. I do remember him saying he lives in San Diego now. So I caught the tail end of it. <laughs> I fell asleep in the beginning. But, and then I fell asleep for like the first, like, like I watched the first five, fell asleep for 15. And then I was like, oh shit, I gotta watch this. It's, it was a tough watch this week. I'm not gonna lie. I'm just, I'm ready to move on to Michelle's season. Emotionally, I will say that I physically. want James to, whether it's on the show or not, he seems like such a good guy. Yeah. And everyone says that. So yeah. I he hope does. he does find love. I mean, he just kind of like normal ish, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I will say does seem like the guys, like the season seem like they really want to be in relationships. I know. And is that just to stay or what is that? I don't even know. I don't know. Also like I, (laughs) I found myself being like, that's weird, but like, it's not weird. I don't know why I think it's weird that guys want to have a girlfriend. <laughs> well, that's because we're conditioned to think that they're like going to be players or whatever. I guess. Yeah, but like literally, I, I, this episode, I was just thinking, like, why do all these guys want to be in? Re- like, they're like, I just want to find love. I guess it's night. Nice. I don't know. COVID loneliness, pandemic loneliness. Yeah, that's that real. Fun? Yeah, absolutely. I think also another thing I noticed, particularly this week, is the guys are really tribal, and the women too, but more of the guys in like they're friends with the people from their season. So like Tasha's guys are friends. Yeah. And Katie's guys are friends. And it's sort of like, that's where a lot of the conflict seems to come from. And like when they were, when it was Ivan versus Aaron, it was like, which side are you on? And it was based on season essentially. Yeah. And I, I guess that shouldn't be surprising. Part of it also might be, they just don't know Katie's guys. Cause it happened right before the show. Yeah. They didn't like, get to see them at all. And like less mingling because of, of COVID and whatever. Although a lot of these people don't really care about COVID. So, although I think, (laughs) I think they all had to be vaccinated to go on the show. I think I'm not positive though. So they were quarantining for forever. I'm bummed that we don't get to see Alexa, by the way, I wanted more of her when she was on Peter season. I, at first I was like, Alexa, I looked it up and I was like, Oh, Alexa, I really liked her. I thought yeah, she's cute. Also, I feel like her and Ivan would be a great couple. I know. Like maybe I I hope they find each other. That's the thing. I was just I hope they find each other because they don't already know who who each other are and where they live and may or may not have hooked up and have definitely talked before. But yeah, hopefully somehow they find each other outside of paradise. It seems impossible. (laughs) Dare to dream. Well, (laughs) Alexa hasn't been at any of like the Bachelor Nation hangs and like this past weekend, Bachelor Nation descended upon Governor's Ball. Did you follow this on social media? No. That's weird that I didn't see it. Governor's Ball is like New York, New York. Coachella. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of people there like Ivan, Damar, Dr. Joe, Nick Bayal. Wait, can we also talk about how like Damar, Dr. Joe, I'm like, you were on the show for 1.4 seconds. I know. It sucks. <laughs> it's so I weird. Like, 
I feel like Damar has like a lot of personality and I think it's a bummer that they haven't figured out a way to, to really showcase it. Like he would have been a better guest host for the final week than Wells. Like I would have preferred Damar. Oh, interesting. Like hmm. I've been told he knows a ton about the show because he's like a super fan. And so it's too bad. That they, they like don't find a way to work him in. But yeah, well, him and Dr. Joe, they barely got to speak. I always find it weird when super fans go on the shows. Yeah, unless it's like Survivor or like Jeopardy or something. Oh, yeah. Survivor makes sense. I guess Jeopardy. I don't know if that's like, do people watch Jeopardy anymore? Oh, my God. It's so popular. There's so much drama with it. Yeah. Well, no, I know about the drama, but like I, don't, I couldn't name one contestant on Jeopardy. There's one guy who's on a crazy streak right now. His name is Matt Amodio. Do you watch it? I just watched a little bit last week. I don't usually. <laughs> I don't usually, but I was staying with friends who were really into it. So we watched and I enjoyed it. I love trivia. So you know what? Maybe we'll add Jeopardy to our top five reality television sure. shows on Friday. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment. So it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car, Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes has arrived in IMAX. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. I think, I guess you got to see a little bit of Damari's personality on his season of Bachelorette, but like, you didn't get to see it at all. Like, it was pointless for him to come, up, come to paradise. Even more pointless for Dr. Joe. At least like, Dr. Joe's well, became a casualty of the Brendan um, Brendan situation. At Demar, least with Dr. Joe, though, we had something to talk about. We have nothing to talk about with Jamar. Literally nothing. Yeah. Literally, like literally. All I can tell you <laughs> is he went to Governor's Ball over the weekend. But a, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of Bachelor activity. Piper was there. Um, Chelsea, Abigail, I think Serena C, the whole, the whole New York crew. But on that note, I think Piper and Brendan broke up. That seems to be what the internet is saying. Yeah. They unfollowed each other on Instagram. Not a surprise. I don't know how I feel about it all. I think it's sad. They've been through a lot. And I, I thought that like 
the good outcome for them would be like, oh, it brought us together or like, oh, we were able to weather this storm or like whatever. I just think it's sad. It's like this whole thing was really for naught. And like all it did was like hurt Natasha and then make both of them look bad. I feel <laughs> like they both actually like each other too. I feel like they feel like they can't be together. Maybe it's like a Matt and Rachel while they'll get back together in the future when things have calmed down. There's like lots of tension on them. We'll see. But yeah, sad. <laughs> I guess it's sad. Also broke up. Claire and Dale, they're done. Done oh, for good. For, for good this time. Yes, for good this time. If if you believe it. But um, yeah, it, it's, it's a not? whole new morning. No, I, I do. I just think that they both seem kind of nuts. So I'm just like, I wouldn't be surprised if they got back together. I don't know. I could see it happening. I completely stopped caring. Me too. I've moved on. I mean, there's, there's just... There's so much so more much. drama. <laughs> I know it really has been. It's funny. Like this was a boring episode, but like it was very long, but moreover, there's just been so much like bachelor nation drama, including we, this is going to get into a slight spoiler territory, but we think we know the next bachelor, which just started filming. Mm-hmm. And I would just say it's going to be spoilery for the rest of the episode. So turn it off. If you don't want to hear, but um, apparently it's this guy named Clayton from Michelle season who, because the bios are out, we know that he is 28 from Columbia, Missouri. He's a medical sales rep. Um, he had a mohawk in college. He said his rapping <laughs> alter ego is named Clado, and Clayton would love to own multiple gyms. This sounds like a perfect bachelor. I guess. I think it's weird that they came out and were like, this bachelor is going to unite everyone. But I'm like, what we know, I know like who we, he is. no one knows anything about him i guess he's like a nice guy yeah maybe he'll come off great in michelle's season yeah because nothing else makes sense also i'm like slightly disappointed in what i you know i just really wanted to see greg oh <laughs> you just really wanted it to be more controversy i i think that like greg is better than what we got i mean this it's is a big like risk a- this is a big risk it's kind of like the Thomas situation, like mm-hmm. how, you know, they just decided they didn't like him. So everyone thought, you know, he was horrible. And now it turns out he's really not horrible. And Greg, like all the guys actually fucking loved him. So I'm like, he has to be. And and by the way, Katie loved him. <laughs> Let us not forget until like the last 20 minutes. But yeah, so I wanted it to be him and kind of, you know, get some redemption. It would have been fun because people would have been so angry, but I don't know. There must have been a reason why they didn't pick him. Probably also, something in the interview process didn't go well. His dance moves on TikTok. I'm just like, <laughs> loved, I would love to see more from him, Justin, and Andrew. So one of them I wanted to be. Um, also, I'm like, fuck, you guys could have gone up to paradise. Yeah, I know. I know. Like, we should have gotten all of those dudes in paradise. Andrew yeah. would have been a great addition. You know, he would have like just like made up weird dates and stuff. All three of them would have been great. Yeah. Absolutely. Can we talk about some more of these guys? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna just gonna read to you. We're gonna do the. Um, we'll just see what we can get through. Wait. One. I just wanted to note from my browsing, Michelle must have had some sort of age requirement. I think They're they must. Yeah. All older. There's yeah. like one 25 year old. I think one 26 year old. But like most of them are like 28, 29, 30, 31. Yeah. She probably wanted someone older who's like prepared to be in a relationship. Um, well, you know, she's also like, she's got a legit career. Michelle is 28. So I think a 28 year old woman, like a 24 year old guy is like way too young. Yeah. It's like a very different life stage. And like, I don't know. 
So I'm happy for her. They are, there's a few, there's a few 26 year olds, but you're right. Like there's, you know, there's Casey who's 36. There's my Romeo who's 32. There's like, there's a lot of older guys also pretty diverse, which I was happy to see as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and also <laughs> there's like some really legit careers in here. We got a commodities broker. We got a tech CEO, a firefighter, real estate developer. I mean, these are some great, great jobs. I, the, a good job is important to me, not because I'm a snob, although maybe I am a snob, but because I just like an, an employed person. I just like these fake jobs and just like, nah, it's not going to cut it. She's got a real career. She needs someone on her level. So. A neuroscientist, a biomedical PhD. Like what? I started following Pardeep, the neuroscientist, like, weeks ago because I heard he's on the show and I was like, cool. Okay. Neuroscientist. He apparently does his own podcast. I just like all the normies, you know, I just like yeah, all these guys. Pizzapreneur. That's Peter. He's 26. That's from Port St. Joe, Florida. I mean, but what is a pizzapreneur? I'm assuming it means he has a lot of um, pizza places. And in fact, his bio said, now that oh, he's yeah. fulfilled his childhood dream of opening up his own very successful pizzeria, he's ready to find his person and build his culinary empire. Peter loves deep house music. He doesn't like libraries. And Peter loves red wine and calls himself a vino head. Peter is not for me. Yeah, not for me. <laughs> no, no, thanks, Peter. It also I mean, says Peter is not interested in talking politics on a date. Like he'd hate me. So we're not for each other. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Also, he doesn't like libraries. I mean, that's so upsetting. Libraries like are just really important parts of communities. Like even if you don't necessarily take books out. Also, in the electronic age, the library apps that you can get on your iPad or whatever are awesome. You have access to every book for free. I mean, it's like kind of great. If you're on vacation, you don't like what you're reading. Just go to the Libby app. It's awesome. Interesting. Did not know that. I actually just bought a new book. Oh, uh, nice. What'd you got? Uh, Such a fun age. Oh, I heard that's good. Yeah, I've heard it's really good too. I'm finishing up Crawdads and I'm going to start such nice. a fun age afterwards. Okay, yeah, report, but could have gotten them for free, I guess. Yeah, well, <laughs> I like to buy books too. I, I get it. Um, <laughs> for some reason, my eye keeps going back to Joe, who's 28, real estate developer from Minneapolis, Minnesota. I feel like he has a good shot because he's got a lot in common with Michelle. He is from Minneapolis, where she is from. He's Joe's Minnesota born and raised city boy, the heart of gold. He played basketball at the university of Minnesota. And while he said that basketball was his first true love, he's now ready to build a life outside of sports and find a wife. Joe who described himself as introverted is looking for a woman who is smart, caring, articulate, and able to make him laugh. He wants someone aligning with his values and hopes that they are ready for a family because Joe hopes to have at least three or four kids. Overall, Joe wants to find a, quote, real one with whom he can build something solid that will stand the test of time. He's scared of spiders. He loves snacks. And he wants to travel to the Galapagos. I mean, this sounds like a perfect guy. I hope Michelle picks him. He's also very good looking. And right. Maybe that's why I keep looking at him on the page. (laughs) Yeah. Very good looking. I could definitely see him going far without. Well, you know, it's weird. I really do feel like hearing them talk, like even for like 30 seconds, each of them gives you like a better idea of who they are. Their pictures are always worse than they actually look, which is yeah. really weird because you think they'd want to make them look better. Yeah. I keep looking at Malik. Okay. Because of his name. Um, <laughs> I know. It's like Molly. It's like, and, it's like Malik, but Malik. Yeah. But academic administrator. And he's 36. I could see him and Michelle... Hitting it off. Yeah. Same, same, same values. 
I feel like being anything, like any sort of teacher or anything around academics takes like a certain type of person because you're essentially like signing up to help people knowing you're never going to get paid tons of money. Yeah, it's true. It's true. You're like, just believe in the work. Um, yeah. Also, he said his favorite author is Nicholas Sparks, which, uh, you know, interesting. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, he has an eight-year-old son. Yep. Uh, it also says he was raised by women, which I always feel like, I guess not always, but I always feel like people that that are and say that they are usually treat women really well. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. It is. And it just shows like a level of respect that you can't always count on. Yeah. He says he wholeheartedly believes in the power of love and family. Beautiful. That's beautiful, Malik. Um, let's talk about Brian, the 31 year old NFL player from Chicago. Uh, so, so very often they're not actually NFL players and they say that they are, but this guy actually is or always, uh, always, <laughs> but this guy actually was, he was just recently cut by, uh, the Falcons. I think how long was he in the NFL? Like 10 years. Um, oh, okay. That's really yeah. legit. His name is Brian Witzman. He played football at South Dakota state and yeah, his first season was with the Texans in 2014. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I think if you're over two and a half years, it's like pretty not on like, you know, the IR or oh, yeah. practice reserve, team. Yeah. 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 Um, he, he didn't have a great career, but he, he kept coming in and out. Like he would get signed and then released, but like he, he, he managed to play. He legitimately is like a, an NFL journeyman. I mean, I wouldn't say he's great, but I, I don't need you to be a starter to, to, sure. to claim that you're an NFL player. I think if you're in the NFL for that many years, you're an NFL player. Yeah, it's when people say they're an NFL player and you look and they were on like the IR for one year and then that was it. Wasn't Dale yeah. like that? Um, Dale Colton, yeah, Clay Harbor was actually in the NFL. Uh, NFL, but, like, yeah. The rest were not really. And then like, yeah, I think Tyler was on like a, like a, in a practice for the Ravens like once. So, <laughs> but yeah. it counts for Tyler because I love him. Um, also count counts for Brian. Sure, counts for Brian. He says he's not his, your stereotypical jock. He's a foodie, religious, family-oriented, completely down-to-earth, and all about finding himself a wife. I think there's a lot of jocks that fall into the, those categories, but whatever. <laughs> Just there's, me. <laughs> there's nothing in there that I'm like, oh, that's different. different. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, I, I think maybe we'll see his personality and be like, oh, okay, I get what he's saying. But based off of those adjectives, I mean. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Pretty cookie cutter. Brian thinks orchids are majestic. I'm like, okay, that's also a popular flower, but sure. He's been to every continent except Antarctica, and he would love to ask Socrates a few questions. That's different, I guess, being into philosophy. I don't know. I feel like he's trying to be different. You know, yeah. he's trying to like, but that that's good. I do like people who want to be different, not just follow the pack. Chris S., the commodities broker from West Hollywood, who's 28. For some reason, I just like, I feel like he's going to have a big night one and go home early. Chris gives a mean blue steel face. He loves to travel. Burnt pizza makes him mad. I mean, how often do you encounter burnt pizza? I hate burnt pizza. I mean, when do you have it though? Like if you order pizza and it comes burnt, you're like, what the fuck? I just waited. Cause like if you're eating pizza, well, I guess if you're at home, which has been me for the past two years. So when you order <laughs> pizza and it comes, you're like, I waited for this pizza and it came burnt. And I'm always like, you saw it before you put in the box. Yeah. Make me a new fucking pizza. <laughs> yeah. I know. I, I would be angry about that too. I guess I just don't order in pizza. It's enough. like the I do bottom like of the pizza gets burnt. 
Like yeah. you, it looks fine up top and then you take a bite and you're like, ew, what is this taste? What kind of pizza do you order in? Is it like a chain or like a local spot? Uh, in Dallas, local in Philly, I have not found a local pizza place. So if anyone has any good ones, please let me know. Oh, you're going to get tons of recommendations. I'm sure. I hope so. Cause I, we have not found a good pizza place in Philly. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. We have found a good pizza place in Philly, but it's not a normal pizza. You want to shout it out and get free pizza? Uh, Emmy Squared. It's like, it's like a, I feel like it's not like, you know, like your traditional pizza. It's so good, but it's just not Mm. like if you just want a normal pizza, that's not what you're getting from Emmy Squared. Sure, Um, sure. But it's great. Still would love, would love more recommendations. Love pizza. Yeah. Can we talk about Chris G? He's 28. He's got the dreaded job of motivational speaker. He's from Nova Scotia. And moreover, he's wearing a hoodie underneath his blazer in this picture. Where do you stand on that look, Kelly? Um, I don't. mm, I've truly never thought about it. Really? Um, Yeah, I guess like now that I'm like looking at it, I'm like, what occasion is that appropriate? I feel like guys do it to like, and they think it's like a look. They think it's like yeah, a cool, like casual when? look, but it's not. Yeah, I Where don't know. Are you wearing it? Like you can't wear it to work. No, definitely not. I need to figure out where one wears this. I don't to know. like dinner. I think someone would wear it on a date. Yeah. Yeah. Or I guess like, I or like if you're in LA and it's like you're going to an outdoor party in like November at night, and you think it's going to be cold. a blazer. I don't know, Callie. I would. I don't support this I've, look, but it's definitely I've a look that people it. try to pull. Yes, I've seen it. I've never thought about it, but now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, when would you wear this? I just think. I mean, I have never been on a date with a guy that wore a blazer ever. To ever. Any no. Hmm. I'm gonna need to think about this for a second. Blazer, blazer? on our date. Um, I feel like blazer is like, but no, like I not like a suit, like not like at a wedding or whatever. I mean, that's different. Like, if you have to wear a suit, that's one thing. Sure. But like, but like a blazer with jeans or something like that. No. Am I 60? <laughs> like, who wears blazers? I'm just trying to think if I... I don't know I'm, if I have either. Yeah. But. Like, I don't know when you would just wear like, oh, let me just throw this blazer on. <laughs> like, unless you're going to like the opera... I'm thinking about this really hard. <laughs> I don't know when you would wear a blazer. I know that I've seen this look a lot, but I don't think I've been on a date with someone in it either. And and I, it honestly would be a, a red flag. I'd be like, no, I'm sorry. That's not a good look. But, but where have you seen this in person or just yes. like you've. No, I've definitely seen it in person. Like, I feel like I've seen it at like parties or like maybe in college. College? I've definitely seen, I've definitely seen it. Yeah, Where'd because you go? Some, Northwestern. Not a cool school. <laughs> It's not. Had a great time. Not a cool school. But I, I think like, I don't know. It's I a red flag. But Chris G has plenty of other red flags. Can I just read this to you? Sure. Ugh. For Chris G, commitment is the name of the game. As kind hearted as you would expect any Canadian man to be, Chris G oh, says God. he is looking for a genuine connection for someone who is all in on him the way he is on her. His ideal woman is active, vulnerable, and a good person on the inside. He's looking for his best friend, someone who can bring home to his family, and someone that he just absolutely adores. When he says he's looking for love, he's looking for the right soul and someone his energy bonds to. And then Chris G says he loves escape rooms, enjoys performing spoken word poetry and has two cats, one named cat and one named small cat. 
I can tell you with definitive certainty that I hate Chris G. I like hate this guy. I'd prefer Carl as a motivational speaker than Chris G. By the way, Carl seemed to do okay in paradise. Um, If you mean uh, didn't like bomb out. Sure. uh, I think he had some funny moments. Uh, I have nothing for Chris. I have cat and small cat. I've had enough. I mean, motivational speaker is just, that's a really bad place to start from escape rooms. So I have several friends who love escape rooms and it's a challenge because it's just not something I'm interested in. I did one once and that was enough. I like escape rooms. Oh my God, you do? I mean, I... Would you say you love them though? And like, would you choose to do them on a random Saturday night? No to loving them. No, I don't love them. Um, Would I... I mean, isn't that the... When else do you go to escape rooms? I feel like the time... I've gone maybe three times in my life. They were always just like a random spur of the moment. Like, oh yeah, let's go do an escape room. But like... Oh, I feel... My one experience was very planned. It was like... uh, Nothing in my life is planned. So I'm not. How how far uh, out will you commit to a plan? Like, what's like the longest you'll do? Longest for like a vacation, twelve days. Oh my god, that's crazy. Okay, I don't like. I feel like my friends know that for the most part, but like, I hate when people are like, "Hey, do you want to do something in a month?" I'm like, "What? Who knows where I'll be in a month? Like, why ask me a week before?" I always kind of hope that like I won't be able to like I'm always I don't I like surprises so I'm always like I'm hope there's something that will like a happy surprise in the future that will like make something impossible so that's why I never want to commit to plans but like I don't know I just feel like some people just like to plan stuff out and I don't know I Not feel like with kids if you want to leave the house you have to plan yeah I don't leave <laughs> <laughs> you solve that problem <laughs> I don't leave but no I just I don't know I feel like if I plan something out the more I don't want to go Sure. And like, as it gets closer, I don't want to go more and more. And then I'm dreading it. And then it's true. I prefer, I, I prefer spontaneous activities yeah. as well. But then most of the time I'll end up going and it's fine. Of course. But like, I hate it for like five days. I'd rather just not have that. I understand. Okay. Let's move on more guys. Let's talk about Leroy who lives in Dallas, your neighbor. He's a biomedical PhD student. You love to see it. Does he not He's look a- like Drew Holiday? Yes, he does look a lot. He looks like he also looks like a like Aaron a Drew's a little brother. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron, yeah. It's like an amalgam of the holiday bros. Yeah. For Justin? I'm so, no, I think we're thinking of Justin Holiday. I think they're he's they're, all of them all, mixed together. Yeah. <laughs> he has a little bit of each. Yeah. He's Leroy he's, Holiday. He's Leroy Holiday. He's, <laughs> he's a true academic who has a flair for fashion and a pension for fun. He was born in Italy like Kobe Mm. Bryant to parents who emigrated from Ghana and then moved his family to the U S in pursuit of the American dream. He's worked incredibly hard in his educational pursuits. And now as that chapter of his life comes to a close, Leroy wants to find someone who he can share his beautiful world. He's incredibly proud of his strong Ghanaian roots and wants someone who will always support him being his most authentic self. He loves brunch, but nothing makes him happier than holding hands with a woman. He loves that makes me cringe. He says that when he dates, he dates with intention, his intention here, hopefully leave hand in hand, love his life. He likes go-karting. He does not like to gamble. And he's a big fan of breakfast in bed. I like this guy. I'm in. Love breakfast in bed. Of course. Yeah, I'm, I am in on Leroy. Me too. I also Great do not like smile. to gamble. And what's, the, what's the point of gambling? Just like hold, keep on holding on to your money. I don't get it. I like gambling like if you're like in Vegas or in the Bahamas and you give yourself like a budget. Sure. But then that's it. I'm not going to go beyond that. 
I just I've never like won, and I don't try, I don't feel I will. Also, I feel like at, at casinos I get intimidated by the. Oh yeah, by other that's people. why I don't I don't play craps. I'm like I don't know what the fuck's going on. People are gonna yell at me. I'm gonna lose somebody money. I can't play it. Once I played blackjack and it was a really traumatizing experience. I just didn't know what I was doing. The, the dealer was mean. It wasn't good. It wasn't blackjack it. and uh, roulette are my jam. Mm. Couldn't tell you how to play slots. I think it's I. Well, it's, it's, it's all beyond. chance. You just put in a coin and then you pull the thing. There's, there's nothing else Yeah, but else I'm to like, it. how do you know if you win or lose? I sl- like slots to me. It's like beyond my 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 mental capacity. I I just can't wrap my head around it. <laughs> if money comes out, you've won. If yeah, money but does like, not come out, you've not won. I, it'll like go across, and I'm like, did I win? Did I lose? Like, <laughs> I I don't even know what I'm shooting for. I can't do slots, but I do like blackjack. I do like roulette. I feel like I've won like 90% of the time, but I'm like winning Whoa. like $300, not like a ton of money. But like you play roulette and you just do like red or black or you pick a number, you're going to win. You're not going to lose everything. Yeah, sure. So I, sure. I, I, I play the games where it's like, I'm not going to lose at all. Let's do LT. I have a feeling I'm not going to like him either. He's a yoga, yoga guru from Bellevue. Oh, I saw him. He Not loves his two. He has two pet Savannah cats. What are Savannah cats? They sound like the fluffy ones, the fluffy orange ones, but I have no idea. Like I was just like, I didn't know there are different. Types you know what of kind cats. of? I'm not, I'm not a big cat person. Sorry to all the cat people, but if I were to get a cat, it is going to be a hairless one. Oh, interesting. It's a cross between uh, like a domestic cat and a wild cat, and so it's. I don't know. That's weird. I don't know why. Oh my have gosh! That. The Google images. Are you kidding me? Do you see yeah, these cats? Yeah, they're really big. What? This is not a cat. It's like it's like Tiger King He's style. Tiger King. Yeah. What? I didn't even know. I didn't even know that was a thing. That's scary. Oh, is this legal? I don't know, man. I mean, Tiger King Two is coming out. Maybe LT will be on it. Wow. These cats. Maybe he has the small one. Maybe it seems wow. it's, these cats are enormous. I wish you guys please Google if you don't know what a Savannah cat is, which we it, didn't until right now. You they, so, they definitely have an exhibit in the zoo. Savannah yeah, cats for sure. He I, I, I'm done with LT. That's all you need to know. He has Savannah cats. <laughs> what? <laughs> Tiger wow. King season three. <laughs> that was shocking. I was not expecting the Savannah cat to look like that. Me neither. All right. Um, who else do we have? Uh, Martin. Okay. 29 personal trainer. He looks like he was in NSYNC. Yeah, he does. And he also, uh, he has like this blonde hair. I like his necklaces, I have to say. Uh, um, I actually do like his necklaces too. I just, well, one, since I feel like we tend to like go off of job description first, right? Sure. There's always five minimum personal trainers. I think There's he's the o- only one this time, right? No way. There's always personal trainers and real estate people. Always. Yeah. That's because those people are, they have like flexible schedules. They can easily like take a break. And like, it just doesn't matter. Joe Mari is a personal trainer. Oh yeah, you're right. Also um, LT being a yoga guru. Is that's like a basically a personal trainer. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, we haven't even got, is this the whole page? There's whole- a few more after that there, but there's, there's no other ones. I think there's just two. Wow. And also not that much real estate on here. No. Well, some of these jobs are like legit, which usually is not the case. I know. I love it. Um, back to Martin. No, I just like, I feel like he stands out. Like he has the most unique look. 
he definitely does. Um, he definitely does. He's Argentinian, which is cool. He moved here when he was 10 years old. And he can do a backflip. <laughs> Would love to get lost in a foreign country. And can cook basics very well. Only basics, though. So I'm like, what does that mean? You can cook like, you can boil an egg very well. Yeah, like you can make eggs. Like what rice. else? Rice. Like, does that extend to like couscous? Like, well, I don't know. I would love to know. More. I don't know. I don't think couscous would fall under basic. I know, but it's like comes in a box. So is it like anything in a box or what? Cereal? Yeah. <laughs> is that cooking? Preparing a bowl of cereal? I don't know. <laughs> Let's raise our standards a little bit and ask for more. <laughs> um, I, I'm interested in what basics are. Like basics to me are things that don't really need. I mean, maybe like a grilled cheese. I uh, love a grilled cheese. Yeah, that'd be great. I was at a wedding on Saturday night and like at the after party, they had like a new round of food and it was it was tater tots, grilled cheese and sliders. And it was so good. Oh, I thought for sure you're going to say tomato soup somewhere in there. I know that was missing, but the grilled cheese was awesome. I, love, I loved it. Anyway. I love the like after after the wedding food choice. Oh, yeah, I know. It's like usually usually the best part of the wedding food. We had we had Shake Shack. Oh, so good. I had a shroom burger from Shake Shack last week. Have you ever had that? I don't eat mushrooms. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> Neither does <Okay>. Seth. <laughs> wow. Well, it was really good. You guys are missing we out. We are an anti-mushroom household. Although I'm not totally against doing shrooms at some point, but <laughs> outside of different, that. Different kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Outside of that, no mushrooms in our household. <laughs> we can talk about that off mic. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's end on a high note. Let's just talk about Pardeep. High note. Been... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the sound effects. I'm so glad you're back. Pardeep, who I inexplicably oh, follow yes. on Instagram. He's 30, a neuroscientist from Brooklyn, New York. He's a perfect combo of looks and intelligence. I do think he's cuter than in this picture based on my Instagram review of him. For work, he studies the brain to find cures for diseases like Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. And though he spends his days buttoned up in a lab when he has free time, he's anything but serious. A self-proclaimed nerd who loves Comic-Con, video games, and reading also has an undeniable Brooklyn edge about him. He is truly a unique cat. She wants to find someone family oriented. We all do. Blah, blah, blah. And he loves to sleep in on Saturdays. He loves New Year's because he loves new beginnings. And this is really weird. He doesn't enjoy sitting on park benches. I mean, I, I just want to know more. That's a really weird one. I love anyone, especially right now, that like dedicates their life to anything like medical because oh, I, I just totally. could fucking never do it. And it takes so much time to like even get into profession. And then people think Facebook knows more than you. But I, him studying like brain diseases to me is so cool. I need to, look him, up, I need to look him up on Instagram because I do think that I'm sure a lot of these guys look better on IG. Than, well, yeah. I guess everyone looks better on IG. But he definitely he definitely does. Also, he does like his own podcast, which is which is cute. I just have to say sitting on park bench, not sitting on park benches is really weird. It's one of my favorite activities. Like I also like love to have like a beer in the park like at night or like whatever. I'm not like huge on like public property. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of germs. (laughs) Understandable. In New York, you get bed bugs from sitting on a bench. Nevertheless, I love to do it. Are you serious? Yeah. In wood? Yeah. Interesting. It's not common, but it's possible. Anyway, we're going to hit the rest of the episode and the rest of these guys on the B side this week. Looking forward to it. Callie, thank you so much. Kaya McMullen, thank you so much for producing this episode. And for real this time, we'll be back later this week. So much more to discuss. (laughs) 
Happy to be back. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.